Welcome to the Hustle Skirt Podcast, the show that brings you economic equity for everyone, every day with your host, Deborah Gould. Yes, I am Deborah Washington Gould, President and CEO of Deborah Gould & Associates, Inc. DGAI is a New Orleans-based management consulting and performance management business founded in 1996. Yay! Celebrating 27 years in business in professional services. As a small business owner, it's a priority of mine to support others, especially minority, small, and women-owned businesses. My big why. My tenacious desire is greater than my fears. Do what you imagine possible. There are no limits to what I can do and capable in doing. That's part of my big why. Do the hard thing, I say to Deborah. The hard things, how can I create a podcast that will spotlight and show ordinary and people doing extraordinary things with their products and services. You see, I come from a mindset of abundance mentality, not scarcity mentality. See, abundance folks understand there's enough in the universe that we can all benefit because we have, the creator has given each of us different talents and skills and gifts to offer to all mankind. So I try to hold on to that man mindset, never thinking about scarcity, withholding information, not being open to go into a partnership or a joint venture with someone when they have the big idea. And we bring it in together, our resources. So I lean in on abundance mentality. So I'm going to ask my listening audience to do something for special for me. This is your invitation to visit my website at www.gouldassos.com to see more about and learn more about my professional service offerings in management consulting, executive coaching, training and facilitating and business motivational keynoting. So that's the bread and butter of Deborah Gould and Associate Inc. My wheelhouse that I play to be of service to clients and government of uh, public and private sectors. So the mission of the hustle skirt that really it's been a joy to create this podcast the hustle skirt is to promote, communicate, and amplify the influence of men and women entrepreneurs for profit businesses. You heard me right, for profit businesses. Now, yes, I'm going to invite every once in a while a C suite or a higher executive with a corporation or a nonprofit organization, but my Emphasis is on entrepreneurs for profit businesses. This Hustle Skirt podcast 
will be an opportunity for my interviewing guests to connect with and market their services to my listening audience. So without a doubt, we're going to bring it to our guests. I've been blessed in my 27 years in my walk in business to meet some extraordinary people. And I am being intentional to invite these individuals to spotlight them. Just like I'm an ordinary person doing extraordinary things, put your seatbelt on because I am bringing to you some wonderful people who are doing incredible things locally, regionally, nationally, and globally. So with that being said, what we do every day in our business operations, hustle. So as hustlers, we have defined what hustler means for each one of us. Never <laughs> give up. Don't take no for an answer. Believe in yourself. Be confident and self-assured. Stay focused. Stay encouraged. Be strong. Be bold and be courageous. Each one of us in our walk in life, on our fake walk, we are becoming being and be the best you can be. You can't be what you don't see. And that's why I'm bringing before you real life people who can tell you what their faith walk is all about. So that's the mission. That's my big why. And it gives me much pleasure and oh my goodness, what a privilege to have my guest today, Freddie Evans. And let me press rewind, Freddie Williams Evans, independent scholar and author. Welcome, Freddie. Thank welcome, you. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Hustle's Great Podcast. So how's your Thank day going, Miss Fall, Freddie Evans? It's going very well now that I'm here with you. <laughs> I've looked forward to this for a long, long time, and I am really, really honored to be here. My listeners have no idea. This is an international scholar, y'all. I have said, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And every time I try to schedule a Freddie Williams Evans, she's out of the country. So now we get to embrace her because Freddie today is about to celebrate, embrace, value, and appreciate you. And I want everybody to know about this extraordinary lady. So with that being said, give me permission to share your bio. Yes. Freddie Williams Evans is an independent scholar and author who is internationally recognized for her scholarship on historic Congo Square. See, I appreciate it because I'm in New Orleans and she get to tell her story internationally. Her book, Congo Square, African Roots in New Orleans, the first comprehensive study of the location received the 20 12 Louisiana Humanitarian hum, uh, Humanity, let me say that again, Humanities Book of the Year Award, and is published in French. Her research 
and advocacy influenced the 2011 New Orleans City Council Ordinance that made the popular name Congo Square the official name of the location. So I'm about to get in your business and share some additional information. Uh, Freddie, the contact information, y'all, there is two websites. The first one, all one word, www.freddieevans.com. And Freddie is spelled F-R-E-D-D-I-E-V-A-N-S.com. And the other website, congosquareconnection.org. The email, please, after this interview, I want you all to reach out to let her tell her story even more. Because I only have her for a little time today. It's my guest interview. The email address, freddieevans at gmail.com. So what do you think about that, Freddie? Finally, I get to love on you and share you with the world today. Hello, Thank my you. friend. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate your perseverance. It even worked on me, you know, not giving up. As you talked about your, your yes, resistance yes. beats resistance every time. Yes, you were. And thank you. And it wasn't I tell I, you, I bug you all of the top of 2023. And it wasn't that I didn't want to come. I always knew that I would eventually be here, but it was just so many conflicts with traveling and not just internationally, but out of state as well. So no problem. Just thank welcome. So and, and thank you for joining me on Hustle Skirt Podcast today. So we're going to get right into this, Freddie. I have a couple of questions to engage conversation so my audience can appreciate and value what I love about you too, Freddie. Here we go. How do you deal with fear and doubt? Good question. I, I deal with it by preparing myself. And so preparation comes with studying, with reading, with uh, researching, with writing, with practicing, you know, all of those things. But the key is preparation because when, and, and prayer, I'll put that other P in there too, because those two things arm me with the confidence that I need because I'm typically very shy. But when I get up to speak, I feel emboldened because I really believe it's a part of my purpose. Here comes another P in there, you know? So all of those things work together. Um, I really believe that my work on Congo Square is part of my purpose for being here because I prayed for purpose and God revealed it to me. And it, it wasn't like anything concrete where I could say that, oh, I heard this or I saw this, but it was just in my spirit. And um, and then I asked him to help prepare me for the, for this job for this role this work that i had and that i had been given and um and he did and I, I again it comes back to preparing and praying excellent excellent response so what i heard when i asked you this question how do you deal with fear and doubt preparation and i love all the ingredients that goes with that it's the writing the practicing and prayer, I'm so glad you said that, and also purpose. Thank you for that response. That was excellent. And when you put all that together, what rose up, and I don't see any shyness about you, uh, Freddie. However, it 
armed you with confidence. That's the takeaway for me as you talked about the writing, your purpose, the prayer, and practicing. So we're going to keep it going. Tell me about the first moment you stood up for yourself. Wow. So there have been a couple, but I remember one particular that stands out is when I found that my work had been plagiarized. And it was more an emotional attack. I really felt violated. I felt very hurt. I wanted to cry. I'm sure I did cry. Um, but I knew that I had to address it. And so um, I was really proud of the way I did handle it because I took my work and I sat it side by side, copied, highlighted, said this, 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 direct, no. And it, it can't, you cannot let people take advantage of you, especially when you work so hard for something. And I, I really work hard for my work, uh, for my research and for my writing. And I just measure every word and, and um, just stay in the archives and stay up late at night. People know how much time I put into it. And so um, I, I really felt that it was necessary for me to stand up, not just for me, but for everything that it represents for black history, for people, women, you know, my family, my daughter, my granddaughters. So um, that was one of the examples. Another excellent response to my question. A great example of a moment when you had to uh, stand up for your work. Now, I would like to just also ask the way you frame that response. In your bio, I shared just now with my listening audience about Congo Square, African roots in New Orleans. Can Would you like to take this opportunity to just tell my audience some more about that work? Surely. So Congo Square is a gathering place if, uh, in New Orleans. It's located within Louis Armstrong Park, which is exactly six blocks behind the main square, Jackson Square of uh, town. But it is where enslaved people gathered beginning in, eight, in 1817. It was the only place that they gathered officially. Before that, they gathered along the levees, you know, different uh, open spaces, different public squares uh, in, at that. Lafayette Square, Washington Square, even Jackson Square. But in 1817, Congo Square became the only official place meaning that there were much documentation, many people came to watch. It was like a tourist attraction. So it was a place that is associated with the beginning of jazz. We don't, we don't say that jazz was born there, but the elements, the characteristics of the music existed there. And we know that it, it informed the indigenous practices that we see in our city today, like the second line or second line dances or um, the music of the Mardi Gras Indians. So we see the influence that Congo Square had on our popular culture uh, definitely, immediately. But not only that, we see the influence that the gatherings at Congo Square on Sunday afternoons had on national culture because there were uh, minstrels like E.P. Christie and other minstrels who stood at those gatherings and took the material, they corrupted the material, of course, you know, made fun of it because many times they were also circus performers. And so they were entertainers, but they corrupted what they saw in Congo Square, misrepresented it and used it uh, on Broadway. E.P. Christie spent 10 years on Broadway, 10 years stint. 
and and used dances directly like the Juba dance he used. He created a dance called the Congo Green Dance, which referred to Congo Square. Not only that, we see the international influence of Congo Square, meaning that jazz as a gift to the world from America, the connection that it has with Congo Square is, is very, very apparent. So apparent that UNESCO came, the United Nations came to Congo Square to launch the International Jazz Day because they said that this was the location in, all, across the world that was most associated with the beginning of jazz. Okay. So right we there. see the influence of Congo Square, not just locally in our popular culture, but also on all levels, national as well as international. Well, Freddie, believe it or not, just I've added that new question in to expand some more about the African roots in New Orleans. I'm going to, I had another question I'm going to ask, but I needed my audience and as far as myself to hear uh, your work in, in a little more in depth. So I'm going to skip my last question because I need to kind of wrap up our show for today. But before I come to my closing remarks, I want to, from the voice of Freddie Williams Evans, tell us once again the best ways to contact you. Thank to learn you. More. Yes. So please know that my email address is Freddie W. Evans. So it's F-R-E-D-D-I. See, that's w. why I need to have it come from you. I don't think I said Freddie W. No, uh, Evans. And then I have two websites, freddieevans.com and then congosquareconnection.org. You may reach me through that as well. And that's my effort, my new effort to create this global concept of Congo Square. So for that, I am connecting people, places, and practices around the African diaspora that were similar to the things that happened here in New Orleans and Congo Square. We did it, Freddie. Before I closed out, we finally got you booked. We finally get to hear your story. Oh, I'm just so excited. Thank you for your work. I want to just thank you. Thank you. Well, as I close out, again, the Hustle Skirt Podcast objective is to empower you to speak power, embrace change in your own vision, mission, and purpose, and get fired up. Weren't you all intrigued when you just heard her share? I learned so much just now, Freddie. Thank you for your gifts. Thank you. Please make sure to visit our website so you can hear more about this interview with Freddie Williams Evans at www.persistencelane.com, all one word, where you can subscribe to the Hustle Straight Podcast, nine different platforms. Again, visit www.persistencelane.com to find out about this interview with Ms. Evans today. While you're at it, if you found it to be a value, this podcast today, we will appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you just tell a friend, a family member, a church member, others in the business community, or others that you, who are very acquainted about the history of Congo Square. Tell them you was able to see Freddie Williams Evans, independent scholar and author on the Hustle Skirt Podcast. Would you do that for me? But again, visit www.persistencelane.com. You are listening to the Hustle Skirt Podcast, 
the show that brings you economic equity for everyone, every day, with your host, Deborah Gu. Love you, Freddie. Thank you for your gift today. Take care, my friend. Thank you. Bye-bye.